You're listening to Soundbite Radio. This is a remix of an old favorite. Welcome to a new episode of Soundbite Radio, your one-stop pseudo-radio segment where we appreciate video game music both old and new. I'm your host slash MC Jonathan Toyan and that last track was a remix of the original Contra team from Guilty Gear creator Daisuke Ishiwatari for the 2011 shooter Hardcorps Uprising. Keeping true to his love of rock and roll, the developer and musician made sweet guitar and drumming love to keep up with the title's frenetic tempo. In fact, all of the Contra games from the NES to the ones on the PS2 were all fast-paced. His style of composing was a perfect fit anyway. 
It's no secret that fighting games need to have active high tempo music to match the action on screen. It doesn't need to be typical rock or electronica. The composers from SNK took it a step further and tailored music after the dynamics of either its single character or group of fighters. Specifically, the King of Fighters series generally has diverse styles of high BPM tunes ranging from blues to folk to even jazz. I'll be showcasing the latter with a track called Saxophone Storm 2.
That was the Neo Geo CD arrangement of Saxophone Storm 2 from the fighting game The King of Fighters 96. While the music of Street Fighter 2 and the Street Fighter Alpha series were memorable, the majority of it were just remixes of tunes that originated from the first few games. At the very least, the Shinsekai Gakyoku Zatsugidan group from SNK created new pieces of music that had similar styles from its predecessor. Saxophone Storm from KR95 and the track I just played are different, but they both share the same genre, tempo, and tune. There are other examples I can bring up, but you probably get what I'm saying. I should also point out that the latest OST for the recent King of Fighters 13 is currently on sale on different import stores. Do check it out as it captures the old school soundtrack essences from past games, as well as feature a new iteration of the Saxophone Storm track family. If you played a run-and-gun shooter or action title with memorable thump-thumping sounds, chances are you've played a Sunsoft game. From Batman to Festus Quest, the former NES developer had music that pushed its sound chip to the limits, thanks to composers Nobuyuki Hara and Naomi Kodaka leading the charge. Here's what I'm talking about, this is a sample from the NES title Journey to Silius. was lovely, wasn't it? The game Journey to Silius was originally supposed to be a tie-in to the Terminator film franchise, but Sunsoft lost the rights to it. If you played the game, chances are you've seen shades of the film, 
what with its post-apocalyptic setting and multitude of sci-fi tropes like battleships and mechs. In any case, the game was a lovely and challenging shooter. The music is energetic, well done, and technologically sound like most sons of fairs on the machine. Composers Nobuyuki and Kodaka mentioned that the bass tones were made of sampled sounds rather than the regular square and triangle waves. It took up a bit more space on the cartridge, but it gave more depth and detail to the music. Just thought you should know why it sounded awesome, that's all. If you want something a little more similar to a Hollywood-style action flick with a tinge of character, this next track might satisfy that audio lust. This next piece is from a recent Tomb Raider reboot. The music's composed by Jason Graves, who won a lot of UK Game Music Awards for his work on Dead Space, The Hobbit, and Star Trek. Lately, his style shifted from a typical video game electronica tone to a more orchestral bit tone, hence the earlier Hollywood comment. That's not a knock against him, of course, as most AAA titles need that sort of mood-shifting tunes that complement what's on screen. To elaborate, here's a track called The Scavenger's Camp, played during the mid-portion of the game. So that piece of music was tense, huh? That was The Scavenger's Camp from Tomb Raider, a track that portrays the horrendous feeling of being trapped on an island full of shotgun-wielding cultists and belligerent samurais. Just from a few seconds of the tune, and you can hear the earthly music and mad use of percussions playing frantically to convey that sense of action and dread. 
It may not be suitable as everyday out-of-context listening, but it warrants a spot on the podcast just because of production value and thought alone. Grand Knight's History was a Japanese RPG that pit three warring kingdoms against each other. Players had to pick a side and fight in turn-based battles either in the campaign mode or the multiplayer online mode representing their chosen faction. With its vanillaware artwork and simple yet challenging grid-based combat, there were plans for it being localized for North American markets before it fell through due to budget reasons. What's noteworthy here is the game's music, which was composed by Bass Escape. Do pay attention to these next two tracks, played side by side. Notice the tempo change and composition differences that still stay true to the original piece.
That was Fighting Blade, both the original and climax version from Grand Knight's history, composed by Yoshimi Kudo of Basescape. Strangely enough, the game's OST was one of the rare instances where the record studio's leader Hitoshi Sakimoto was not handling music composition duties. In any case, the entire album proves that he's passed down his style of composition for the rest of his Basescape team to shine and come on their own. Do listen to it and buy the album from your local importing store. What would a battle theme podcast be without something from composer Nobuo Uematsu? Obviously not working for Square Enix anymore, he went on to do music for games for Hironobu Sakaguchi and Miss Walker, with the recent game being the last story for the week. Uematsu brings in his trademark experimentation and tropes-filled fantasy fare to the mix, mostly for the unique boss fights from the game. While you listen to the next track, try to hear the subtle inclusions of the panpipes playing out of sync just to convey the madness the battle tune channels.
That was Invitation to Madness, a battle theme for one of the game's bosses for the last story. For those listening, you've obviously know who Uematsu-san is, so I'll give out more info on the game's music arranger, Yoshitaka Suzuki. He started off in the video game music business doing the OST for Metal Gear Portable Ops. His most famous works include composing music for Metal Gear Solid 4, Bayonetta, and the um, unique sounds of Final Fantasy XIII too. His style leans toward pure orchestra, though it's hard to define as he's mostly collaborated with others instead of headlining soundtracks. Still, if he's teamed up with others for big titles, it'll only be a while until he starts coming on his own and showcases his brand of music. The last track for this podcast is more of a personal selection than anything. Well, everything in this music podcast is a personal selection, but I do attempt to cater to popular opinion. It's the fight team for Valkyrie Profile 2 composed by Motoi Sakuraba. An artist known for mixing elements of progressive rock on his compositions, he's known for creating the music for the recent Tales of series, the Star Ocean games, and a little title known as Dark Souls. He's also known for hosting live performances, where he plays progressive rock versions of the tunes he's done for video games, together with bassist Atsushi Hasegawa and drummer Toshihiko Nakamura. Do open up your minds and check out his non-video game-related works, like his album called After All that came out in 2011. As for now, I leave you with a live rendition of the track Motion of a Finishing Blow. I'm Jonathan Toya, thank you for tuning in to this battle-heavy rendition of Soundbite Radio. <laughs>